Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, good morning. Let's go. It is Wednesday now, September 28th on The Fan. Keith McPherson checking back in. Freshly after... 12 a.m., Captain McMidnight. Shout out to Steve Summers. I don't think he's listening right now, but if you are, Steve, we got to bring you back in. We got to bring you back into the fold, my friend. I know you were uh, on a nice trip, a nice vacation in August, and uh, September is now past, and I had Steve on with me every month um, except this month. I think, you know, I had him on early in August, and then he he went away, so... I think it's time to bring Steve back, especially as we're approaching October. We got the Yankees clinching, and uh, next up, hopefully, is the Mets clinching. And they're going to have to fight. They're going to have to fight. They're going to have to fight all the way for it. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, there are teams that play spoilers, right? Pablo Lopez had a no-hitter for the start of the game. Pablo Lopez almost was a Yankee. (laughs) Uh, They got to fight all the way through. And it's not like the Mets to go down to Atlanta. Not these Mets, not not these new Mets, the make-it-happen Mets, to go down to Atlanta and get swept. I don't think they're going to get swept with Bassett, Scherzer, DeGrom either. But it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight all the way through. So we want to have two first-place teams in New York. We want to have two first-round buys in New York. And uh, we want both teams to be able to advance and get to the Fall Classic and make it a Subway Series so the whole world can see that New York is the baseball capital. MLB offices obviously here. This is the mecca of baseball. And, uh, yeah, the Yankees are kings. They're on top of the AL East. Again, you just heard Boone say it. You know, we can say that we're the best team in the best division in baseball. And Aaron Boone can say that, hey, I am the manager of this team. Last year, the coaches that I had, we fired all those jokers. We brought in new coaches. Remember that, right? They, they brought Boone back, but they gave them all new coaches. And... They moved on from the fan favorite players like Rugnet Odor and Squid, you know, like guys like Rugi and Squid and and Clint Frazier and Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade's still around, but they did move away from guys like that. Uh, they they decided that hey, we you know we got to get better defensively. Those guys aren't good enough. Uh, we got to get some different kind of hitters in here. And I, I don't I don't say that we should pat the organization on their backs just yet. Job's not finished. Job done? No, job's not done. Job's not finished. 
but tip your cap to the New York Yankees after they were bounced in the first round in the wild card single elimination, right? After a season where they had to fight to the very last game and walk off that game in Yankee Stadium to even get in the postseason last year, they come back the next year, they make some changes and figure it out, and they win a division when no one picked them to win a division. Everybody picked the Blue Jays, some picked the Rays, some even picked the Red Sox. Everything you were hearing was that the Yankees would be a third or fourth place team. We don't even remember some of the guys that were lost. Remember Chad Green? Lost for the season. Remember Luis Seal? Lost for the season. I always mention Michael King because that, that one hurt. Uh, but there's guys that we just don't even see anymore. You know, and as we get to this uh, postseason run, this postseason roster can't fit everyone. So I'm very interested to see who makes it and who doesn't. But, man, let's go back to last year, right? In that one single game, like postseason roster, they only played one game, and they they didn't stand a chance. DJ didn't play in that game. You guys know how it went. But in the postseason roster last year, this is who the Yankees came in with, right? So in the infield, it was Rugnet Odor, Anthony Rizzo, Glaber Torres, Gio Urshela, Andrew Velasquez. There's only two of those guys out of five left. Catchers, Rob Brantley, Kyle Higashioka, Gary Sanchez. Only one of those guys left. Infield slash outfield was Tyler Wade. He's not going to be on the postseason roster. But infield slash outfield, here comes Oswaldo Cabrera. Where is Waldo? He's definitely going to be on there. And young man has earned it. Outfield for the wild card game last year. Greg Allen, Joey Gallo, Brett Gardner, Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton. Greg Allen, Joey Gallo, and Brett Gardner. Greg Allen wasn't on the team this year. He's another guy that like became a little bit of a fan favorite, and they part, parted ways with him. Brett Gardner, all the fans loved, and they said, no, Guardy, it's over, it's done, you can't come back. And I know some of the fans are like, not all the fans liked him. I, I would say it was 50-50 on him. But there's a lot of Yankees fans, smart Yankees fans, that appreciated what Guardy was and what he did for the organization and wanted him to come back. He didn't come back. Joey Gallo, the worst Yankee we've seen at the plate in maybe ever. Out of there. And then the pitchers were Aroldis Chapman, Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, Domingo Herman, Chad Green, Clay Holmes, Michael King, Jonathan Loizaga, Lucas Lickie, Wandy Peralta, Joely Rodriguez, and Luis Severino. That was the 26-man roster. It's different now. I'm I'm interested to see what the Yankees do with that. So call me up 877-337-6666. I've got two hours to live in this with you guys, to reflect on this season, to reminisce on the ups and the downs and whatever it was, and it's all in the past, right? The Yankees won the division. That's the first step in what they want to ultimately do this year. And who's to say that they can't do it? Who's to say that they can't do it? You don't know what is about to happen in this new postseason format. You don't know what is going to happen with some of these players. Uh, you know, some of these teams that you think are supposed to just run the table, you're not sure how they're going to respond in October. One thing about October, it is not like regular season baseball at all. It is uh, ramped up. You know, mistakes are magnified. Experience carries. And I look at this Yankees team as, okay, they've got a lot of guys with experience. They have a shot. So, I'm looking forward to it. I understand if you're a Debbie Downer or negative Yankees fans, you know, that say like, I don't know, they they want the Yankees 
to lose so Cashman gets fired. Nah, I want the Yankees to win. And I want Aaron Judge to win MVP and then win World Series MVP and get paid all the money that he could possibly be paid by the New York Yankees to stay here. He's not going anywhere. That's the first and only order of business for this offseason. But imagine doing that with a World Series championship, with a parade. It's time to dream. It is time to believe. It is time to think about getting back to the top of the mountaintop. They can do it. They can do it. Coming soon. Ray is in Brooklyn, first up on the fan. What's up, Ray? How you doing, Keith? Great. It's a good night, clinch night. Great night. I love it. Love it. All the Yankees, crazy. Nice wins. Nice win today. I was watching it. Wow. Jamison Tyone, solid. And uh, wow. he's a guy that people were counting out first, right? Jamison Tyone was a guy they were saying, he's not going to get a postseason start. They're going to trade for Frankie Montas. It's Cole. It's Montas. It's Nestor, it's Sevy. Now you're looking at Jamison Tyone. He's been pretty consistent here down the stretch. He's a former first-round pick. He's a guy that uh, knows he might never get a chance like this again. He's been solid. He battled. After we used six pitchers two nights ago, he gave us length, and the Yankees come out with a clinching win. Good stuff. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be so so good. Like, like yeah, if you're in the tour good, I, I, that would be like, okay. Ended up being great. Second, like he's doing great. I come out. I was with my friend, and we were both like cheering on. As more than I expected. Yeah, seven and a third, seven hits, two runs, one off a solo shot. He struck out six, and he was solid for us tonight. He threw ninety-four pitches. Trevino came in and did the rest, and the Yankees get to celebrate and pop bottles. Thanks for the call, Ray. Ken is in Manhattan next up on the fan. You got it, Ken. First of all, let me say your monologue with the producer was ridiculous tonight. You had so many great points that were like spot on, like taking the wind out of my sail there. <laughs> we said what you were thinking. I, a lot of things. Like, I just, just four quick points Yankees, um, Yankees, Mets, Jets, Giants. Yankees, um, you guys said that they had the best, best player in the game with Aaron Judge. There's no doubt about it. He's the the best player in the game. But And I want to see all New York teams win, regardless of the sport, because it's better for the city, it's better for the state, when everybody wins. Mets, Yankees, Jets, Giants, Devils, everybody. I want to see them all go. But unless Aaron Judge is going to pitch, I have some cautious optimism with the Yankees going into the postseason. Because while they can hit, I am not convinced of their well, I, I definitely don't I'm, want them to pitch. If he's pitching in a postseason game... <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, he's the guy's unbelievable, but pitching is what eighty percent of baseball. Like, yeah, and when you, you when you get to October, you you got to have starters that can go the distance, and you can't tax that bullpen in October because once they're taxed, they're taxed. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you. So, I mean, we'll just we'll just wait and see. I also uh, uh, concurred with your thought about Aaron Boone last year. I don't think he was the right guy, and I think that the problem with the Yankees was when George Steinbrenner passed away. Because once he, once he left, I think the Yankees changed. Because he wanted to win, and money was really no object. And right now, I think money is the only object with this organization. With I, I still feel like they're rich. I still feel like when they want to spend, like when they want a Garrett Cole, they outbid everyone. But I, I, I think about this with George. And, man, I would love for them to win another one uh, for George. But the mentality shifted, right? There was not that fear of George 
uh, overlooking the team and everything that went on. Like, th- there isn't that figure anymore. George was a dominant figure. When when we watched the captain, uh, they, they showed, you know, how he was, and then he stepped away, and he let Stick Michael do his thing. And, you know, I feel like when, when George stepped away, there was no longer that figure of the boss. And now, who who is looked at as? I don't think I don't think Cash is looked at like that. I don't think Hal is looked at like that. Where the players fear I, I don't think, their I don't boss. Think there, I like, don't think there is a. I don't think there is a figure. I think now it's shifted to which I hope Judge can be MVP, World Series MVP, sign his contract and become captain. I think now the figure is Aaron Judge. He's larger than life. He's the best player in baseball. The team goes as he goes, and they follow his lead. I think he's the biggest figure in the Yankee clubhouse that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the guys. No, no, I agree with you. Quick quick thing on the Giants and the Jets here. You were at MetLife Stadium last night. I like both the Jets and the Giants. I lean towards the Giants. I think Danny Dimes had his best game as a New York Giant last night, even though they lost. I think he I responded. Think he's phenomenal. I, I was saying, I, yeah. I, at first, I liked the play calling for him, right? They 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 knew they were getting rushed. They knew they were getting attacked. So they were giving him quick decisions, quick reads, and it, it worked uh, for a little bit. But after a while, man, you could just tell that game was won and lost in the trenches. The Dallas Cowboys right. offensive and defensive line is superior than the Giants, and that's where everything in football ends and starts from when the ball is snapped. And they could not stop that rush. And then when the Cowboys got going, actually running the ball, it was tough to stop. I feel like the Giants couldn't establish the run. And then when they went to the pass, they don't even have the they don't have the quarterback or the receivers to go um, to the pass against a defense like that. But they still were in it. And I give credit to Brian Dayball and his play calling and his preparation because we all can look at the roster of the Giants versus the roster of the Cowboys and. Nine times out of ten, the Cowboys should win just based off roster. But that game was close because of scheme, because of preparation, and because how Brian Dable has them believing. So I think the Giants, man, that's their first loss. But I think they could have went, you know, they, they could have went toe-to-toe with the Cowboys a little bit more if some things went their way. The Cowboys had a ton of penalties. The Cowboys were trying to lose that game. But the Giants just they aren't guess. there yet. And, they're and they're if in you a rebuild. Yeah, no, no. If you would have said at the beginning of the year that you'll take after four games, four and zero or three and one, most people would have looked at you and said you're crazy when it comes to the Giants. But they have a chance to beat a really bad Bears team and go three to one. The parking lot was packed. The stadium was packed. They they did the whiteout and people actually did it. There is a different energy around this Giants team now. I've been to MetLife the last few years. There's a different energy and belief around this team. It was a little bit of a letdown last night. You know, the New York field goal Giants. It sucks to see Sterling Shepard go down the way he did. But what I will say is the culture has shifted. The culture has changed. They play the Chicago Bears next. That is a winnable game. Absolutely. And the last thing on the Jets here, Joe Beningo a couple weeks ago was screaming about the Jets putting in Mike White over and and pulling out (laughs) the Flacco. No, and, and he said the reason was, is that the Jets weren't going to do that because they're afraid that White might be better than Zach Wilson. And you know something? I, I, I don't think Zach Wilson is the answer for this Jets team. I really don't, and I don't think, I don't think Robert Sala is the answer for this Jets team. And this crazy thing about it is if you take the Jets and Giants and put them side by side, the Jets have better talent than the Giants, but the Giants have better coaching than the Jets. Indeed. Thanks for the call, Ken. Uh, I don't think any of the quarterbacks on the Jets are good. 
If you have two quarterbacks, that means you have none. If you have three, you definitely don't have one. <laughs> so I don't think it's Mike White that can save the day. It's definitely not old Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson, are you ready? Are you ready? This is year two. You're the number two overall pick. They are putting a lot on your shoulders. This young man looks like he's 13. I still look at him and think he's just in over his head. I I do think he has some athletic ability. I do think he's got an arm and can run a little bit and can improvise, but the NFL is rough. Uh, they put a couple hits on him. He, he's got to stay healthy. And walking in right now, you know, I think there is some talent on the Jets team that can uh, benefit from a Zach Wilson who can move, who can improvise. But if this kid's not ready to go mentally upstairs, which I'm talking about knowing the playbook, reading defenses, making the right decisions, getting them into the right plays, and uh, making the right reads, then it's going to be a disaster. Oh, what a disaster. Oh, the pain. Brian is down in Barnegat, New Jersey on the fan. Let's go back to talking about the New York Yankees. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm great, man. It's clinch night. Uh, cracked me a beer in here just to be involved in the celebration. I'm not on the team, but I'm just thankful that the Yankees, after the way they went out last year, they did what they had to do to come back this year and win the division, and it was in question for a couple months. They did it. They saw it all the way through. They are the 2022 AL East champs. Celebrate it. I am a really happy Yankee fan uh, tonight. Um, there is one thing that I'm not happy about, and I do want to get your opinion, but tonight, you know, we were waiting for, you know, Judge to get this record, and, you know, what happens, Glaber Torres has, you know, an absolutely great game, and I heard, you know, a bunch of people say, you know, if you're going to walk Judge, well, they have guys that will make you pay. Yep. Thanks for the call, Brian. Glaber Torres said, I'm the captain now. <laughs> Glaber says, uh, you guys are paying all this attention to Judgy. He's not getting pitches to hit. Well, they're going to pitch to me. Boom, home runs. He was just slapping singles today. Uh, he's hitting over 400. I think they flashed a graphic that he's hitting over 400. He's got a bunch of RBIs. RBI. I, I keep getting tripped up with that. I hear people say RBIs all the time. It's really R's B-I. But I try to just say RBI. It does not really matter. It doesn't. It, you know what we're talking about when we say it. But Glaber Torres, balling. This is the Glaber Torres that they refuse to trade. This is the Glaber Torres that they don't pick up the phone and entertain calls for, right? I said Pablo Lopez could have been a Yankee. I think the Marlins were like, well, send Glaber Torres. And uh, this is why they don't send Glaber Torres because they know that he has this in him. They know that he has the potential to be a superstar. He looks like an all-star now. He is coming up clutch. He is saving the day while everybody's focused on Judge. Glaber Torres is quietly getting it done. And I'm not waiting on Judge to hit this home run. Uh, that's cooked. That's so corny now. Like, he's going to get it. But it's 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 gotten so played out. I noticed today, I'm like, oh, hashtag Aaron Judge on Twitter. They put a little gavel next to it, a little 9-9 gavel. I'm like... Wow, he's gotten so much attention. That's another reason why I don't want to hear another thing about the MVP. That's done. And I also don't want to hear anything about who the face of baseball is. We have those debates on MLB Network, and it's always for me, Judge. Even if I wasn't a Yankees fan, Yankee homer, it's so obvious. Who else 
in baseball, can you go on Twitter and hashtag their name, and they have a little emoji next to it. Everybody in sports and and in New York and beyond and in this country is waiting on Aaron Judge to make history by breaking Roger Maris's record, tying it, breaking it. It's going to happen, but you know what? The Yankees have to focus on winning, and they have. They have. They had a seven-game win streak. And then it was snapped last night, and then they came back, and they won tonight and clinched the division. And they're going to keep winning the rest of the way out because they're gearing up for October. Jordan Alvarez, I'm watching SportsCenter right now, and I just said this to you guys. Jordan Alvarez has been going crazy. He left the game in the fifth inning with an ankle injury. I had just said, why is my confidence there? Because we don't know what's going to happen in October. One or two players can go down that change a team's fate. Now, he didn't go down. He left the game. He might be able to just, you know, ice that and be fine. But, like, if the Astros are without Jordan Alvarez, that's their MVP. Now, they have guys that, you know, I'm literally watching Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman hit home runs. They have guys that have done it. They have guys that have been there before, too. But you don't know what's going to happen down the stretch. You don't know how some of these guys are going to respond, right? They have a shortstop in Jeremy Pena. He's a rookie. This is his first year. Um, how's he going to do in October? He He's never been there before. That's why you you watch and you believe and you dream and you hope and we're all in on the tournament. The dance is about to start. The Yankees have just as good of a chance as anyone else at possibly winning it. And I can't wait for it. I'm excited for it. I think we're going to break it down now. It's uh, about 20, 25 minutes into the hour. Call me up at 877-337-6666. I'm looking at a couple things. I just... You know, check because Xander Bogarts, he went over again today. I think he's just bowing out gracefully. It's really between Luis Arise from the Minnesota Twins and Aaron Judge for that batting title. Judge is holding at 314. Luis is at 313. Right now, Aaron Judge is the triple crown owner. I'm more locked in on that than 61. 61 is going to happen. I, I feel like now Judge may not hit more than 62. I just need two more home runs the rest of the season from Aaron Judge. Cool. But I really want that triple crown. Call me up and we'll talk about it. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, buddy. You know what time it's about to be. Postseason baseball time in New York. A three-year wait on the Yankee side. I think the Mets were last in in 2016, but that was a quick one. Really, 2015, they had a long run, but I don't know. I'm just excited. Um, I'm looking at the standings, right, and the Yankees' uh, letter changed from that X that they clinched to the Y that they clinched the division, 95-59. and 59. I would love for them to go get five more wins and get to 100, uh, stay healthy and, and get more healthy, get more guys back, and... Uh, that first game of the ALDS is scheduled for October 11th. It's a Tuesday. I'll see you there. I'm pumped about it. Uh, I got to get this postseason formatting down. I think what it is is you play one and two. You play game one off day, game two off day. Then you play three, four, and five. And I think that there's a travel day in between four and five because – you need to have home field advantage for the fifth game. I got to check that out and get that all squared away in my head so I know uh, how to speak on that. But I think that's pretty much it. And and you got to expect something to happen this year. It's different this year. I expect it to be a little janky, wonky, uh, something like, you know, something to be different. Like a team that you expect, I don't know, let's say the Dodgers. You expect the Dodgers to just run through it? Well, they're, they're not going to run through it the same way they did the last few years. Same with the Astros. They're not going to run it, run through it the same way they did it the last few years. It's not the same format. It's not the same tournament. It's not the same routine. It's different. So coming up, it's going to be fun. I'm trying to be at every one of these games. I hope that we do some type of pregame party show. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Anyone at WFAN that's listening, loop me in. Uh, Sweeney Murdy and I have BXB podcast. I think we have plans of trying to do a live podcast somewhere. Uh, maybe Billy's or Hard Rock. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm all in because it's a special time, right? The rest of the league that doesn't make it, uh, there's less baseball teams playing. So everybody that cares about baseball is hyper-focused on the teams that are in it. There'll be more eyes and attention on New York baseball than ever with Aaron Judge and with two teams, the Yankees and the Mets being in it. And uh, I still think the, the Mets can clinch. I still think that that's, that's their division. I said it's their division to lose. I still think... 
that they control their own destiny and they're not going to go to Atlanta and lose to the Braves. They're going to play up. That's going to be like a little postseason test. Uh, and and I want it. I want I want the Mets to win. I want well, the Yankees already won their division, and I want them to win as many games and potentially get there because it's just it's a super fun time. Uh, it's what you want as a baseball fan. Working at WFAN, working on MLB Network, I'm I'm ready for all of it. I'm ready for it to all happen. So call me up. Let's keep talking about it. Uh, the game today on the Mets side didn't go their way. Pablo Lopez held it down early, and uh, Cookie Carrasco didn't have it, and then. Trevor Williams, and, you know, it's tough to see the Mets come back home and uh, lose that game 6-4 today, and that's one, you know, that you expect them to win as they are trying to clinch this division. That's a divisional game. They lose that game. Now they're tied uh, with Atlanta, and Atlanta, of course, wins tonight. Uh, They're playing the Nationals, so, you know, you, you... you think, right, I, I did off base at 3 o'clock, myself and Anthony Recker, who used to catch for the Mets, you know, we're saying we expect the Braves to handle business. They did. They won 8-2 to two over the Nationals. We expect the Mets to handle handle business, but they stubbed their toe. They lose 6-4. Now they're tied there. And I had said, you know, they should go into that series. They, You know, they if they win that series, they own the tiebreaker. And they've already beat the Braves uh, more times than the Braves have beat them, but they can't go into that series like down a game or down a half game. It, it's going to get crazy. But the Yankees are good. The Yankees just got to take this series with Garrett Cole, which, you know, we could talk about Garrett Cole. Like, why Why is every other starter more solid than Cole? <laughs> like, why is every other starter uh, on that mound and I feel more comfortable than Garrett Cole, the guy that's making the most money that's supposed to be the ace, right? Uh, when we signed Garrett Cole, we didn't think Jamison Tyone would be the guy late in the season on the mound, pitching seven and a third and striking out guys and the Yankees clinching or Nestor Cortez this year would go to an all-star game and Severino coming back from Tommy John. Nobody knew what, exactly what he would be. Uh, Domingo Herman was another question mark. I'm excited to see what Domingo brings, right? Because if you remember 2019, the last time they won the division, they won the division and Domingo got into some trouble late in the season, and then he was not available for the postseason. So the best pitcher they had that year, the ace of the staff that year who won the most games, was not available. It's a tough shake, right? But that's what I'm talking about when I say you don't know what's going to happen when you get to October. The, the other teams saw that, and they were like, okay, the Yankees are weakened now. They they don't have their best guy because of some random thing that happened off the field. So something like that could happen to one of these other teams. Stay tuned, folks. It, it gets... It gets fun. This is the most wonderful time. Like, if you watch baseball, all that they do from spring training through all of those months of the season, 162, we banged the table. We fought for 162. We were locked out. We said it has to be 162. New postseason format, fine, but we have to have 162. We're almost through 162 games, and uh, your New York Yankees are AL East champs, and the Mets have the chance to be NL East champs. They just got a little bit tougher road because they have a team in their division like the Braves who are the defending world champs, and uh, they are not going quietly. Let's go back to the phones. Young Josh is a Mets fan. Young Josh in Passaic, what's up, kid? Hey, Keith, how you doing? Great, great. Just happy to see the Yankees are division champs again. They did it. They did it. They started off hot. They uh, failed for two months, but they didn't fall all the way out of it. They are the champs. Yeah, congrats to them. 
with the Mets, I guess, Carrasco cementing why he shouldn't be on the postseason roster. And there's so many games where he struggles out in the gate, especially in big ones. And this wasn't too big, meaning this is the team they were playing, even though the Braves won. Like when they played the Astros, he gave up like five, six runs to begin. And you know the Braves are going to go right through the Nationals. They're not going to be like the Mets and just take the series. But going through that series in Atlanta, the Mets, had, when a team has DeGrom, Scherz, and Bassett pitching three games, if they don't win two out of those three, they don't deserve that bye. You're right. And something I've said on MLB Network is that the Mets need that bye. They don't need to play an extra round. They don't need to throw Scherzer and DeGrom an extra round. They need to rest guys. And you're just coming off of guys like McNeil and Nimmo being banged up. You're still missing Starling Marte. The Mets need that first round bye. And they have to go get it. The make it happen Mets have to go make it happen once again. And they're coming through so many little save opportunities. With Diaz, he's barely pitching, and I don't know, they got to start keeping him hot for the playoffs. He was electric when he was pitching every other day, but he barely pitches nowadays. That's baseball, Susan. You know, you can't predict baseball. Uh, you've seen less of the guy because, you know, these games aren't close or, you know, they don't need to use him as much. And uh, like you said, guys got to be throwing to be effective. Um, but, you know, he pitched tonight, but the game – it was pretty much a wrap. That game, uh, that game, that game got, uh, you know, Carrasco. I think had like a hit by pitch, couple walks, then a wild pitch. Like from what I saw, he started off that game terrible. And going into that game, the talk was about uh, Nito and McCann starting over Nito, and it started off not great. I feel like McCann should have blocked that wild pitch, but I don't know. It's in the past. They have to win this game today against the Marlins, and then get ready to go down to Atlanta and sweep the Braves. Take two, at least. Take the series. And then take care of business versus the Nationals next week. But with so many people, so many Jets fans, saying, oh, Mike White, Mike White. I heard someone I heard someone saying that when he played versus the Bengals and went off that game, he had 47 passes, and all of them were short passes. And there was nothing Mike White did extra. Joe Flacco could also throw short passes. It's mostly the yards after the catch. Yeah, and you know what? The NFL is a film league. There was no real book on him. There was no film on him. I feel like the Bengals were completely surprised. They were playing down to their competition. They were not expecting the lowly Jets to challenge at all, and the Jets were able to steal a game, and that was last year. That was last season. Mike White was also on the Dallas Cowboys. I've seen him. The Cowboys, I think, drafted him. He's a backup. He's not the the type of guy. Like You're seeing Cooper Rush for the Dallas Cowboys last night get it done. He's been in the system for a while. It's not like, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think Mike White comes in there and gives you more of an opportunity than Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson has the most upside, but he's a second-year player, and no one is sure how much he's grown from year one to two. We're not sure. We're about to find out. That last thing with Tom Brady, is his age starting to show, or is just in a cold few stretchy games and he'll get past this? Tom Brady should have stayed retired. I wish him no luck. I hope they lose I hope that offense sucks um, because he should he should have stayed home and been a family man. Stay home with your wife and kids, bro. Stop being greedy. You got seven Super Bowls. You're trying to come back for an eighth one because people are looking at the NFC like, ah, the Rams aren't going to repeat. And it's wide open for Tom Brady to win the South. And, you know, if you look at the quarterbacks in the South, it should be an easy walk for Tom Brady. No, they're struggling. Injuries happen. Uh and that offense, he's they're they're not running the same type of that offense does not look as good as it's looked in the past. Mike Evans obviously is a big uh, you know subtraction not having him. Julio Jones, whatever. I hope they struggle. 
Tom Brady, Tom, Tom Brady, in my opinion, is greedy. I feel like he he's doing too much. He retired, and he didn't like the way that he retired, and he came back. I wish him no luck. I hope they keep hitting him, too. Me, too. Have a good night, Keith. Thank you. Yeah, don't get me started on Tom. I'm like, I, uh, enough. The guy's had enough success. Let other people shine, bro. Go on already. Go go home to your wife. You want to not? You don't want to be with Giselle? You're bugging out. What? Don't you have kids? How many Super Bowls do you need to go to? Hasn't this gone, dude? Gone to like 10, 11 Super Bowls? Enough. Tired of Tom Brady every Sunday. I I thought Tom Brady was gonna retire in like twenty sixteen. My wife is a Patriots fan, and she doesn't even care about the Patriots anymore. Why? Because they don't have Tom Brady. But I remember watching Super Bowls with her and watching Tom Brady and the Patriots win. I'm like, when is this dude gonna retire? I thought after the Eagles beat him, he was going to have to hang it up. But, of course, he came back and came back. And then the Bucks. I'm like, enough. 45 years old. Hang it up, dog. No no one enough is enough. Bow out gracefully. And now he's not going to be able to bow out gracefully. So what I wish is for him to keep getting hit, keep getting smacked, keep getting pressured, for that offense to keep putting up like three points a quarter, and for them to struggle, and for him to go out on a low note. Stop being greedy. Should have went out on top when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Been done. But you had to come back for two more seasons because you can't get enough. And you chose NFL over your wife and kids. Shame on you, Tom Brady. Ken is in Manhattan on the fan. You got it. Hey, Keith. What's up? What's up? What's up? Great listen. That Josh kid knows a lot. Knows a lot. Yeah, all the kids that call the fan know a lot. Especially if they're calling, you know, close to 1 o'clock. They're calling because they want to get their thoughts and takes off. I love it. I appreciate it. You and Josh could, could sort your own what uh, Keith and Keith and Josh, the two K's, right? The two K's? Josh starts with a J. What are you talking about? Or no, Keith, uh, Keith and the kid. Keith and the kid. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Keith and that's what. That's why the two K's can. Yeah, Keith and the kid. Maybe. Why not? Maybe. Why not? Do you know the uh, Mike and the Mad Dog team? Josh got to graduate before we can do any of that stuff. Well, <laughs> I'll co-sign for the kid. How's that? Maybe. But we could do uh, Keith and Ken right now. What you got, Ken? <laughs> Keith and Ken, right. But, yeah, congratulations. Mazel tov, man, as far as the Yankees. One question I had, Keith, uh, looking at the situation with Judge. If the Yankees win the World Series, is he more motiv- motivated or less motivated to sign with the team? More motivated. You can't leave after that. After money, the, I'm glad you part? said that because I'm a, I, like, I get to this time of the year and I start thinking about a parade I haven't seen a parade. I've never been, like, physically at a parade. I had the chance to go in 2009, and I elected to go to class. I elected to go to practice, and I'll never get over it. If Aaron Judge comes through the Canyon of Heroes and sees the whole city, like, he already seen the whole city come through last week for him to hit 60-61. If he gets to experience what it's like to really be king of New York like that, who runs away from being king of New York? Nah. Well, as far as L.A., I mean, I was just thinking maybe the guy, uh, Steve Cohen, the Mets, he'll, he'll sign for $400 million. That's nothing to, to Cohen. Mm-hmm. The you Mets, don't think so? Well, let's talk about the Mets. The Mets, first off, they have their own stuff to figure out just in this year, right? They have to win their division. They have to get to the World Series, or their fan base is going to be severely disappointed. And then coming out of that, whether they fail or whether they succeed, they have their own guys that they have to pay. Pete Alonso has to get paid. Uh, Edwin Diaz has to get paid. They have to make decisions on guys like Brandon Nimmo, and th- there's other guys that they have to figure out. I know everyone's looking at Steve Cohen like he's money bags made of money and he can just offer Judge anything, 
but I don't think it's that simple. And Judge is a Yankee. He understands just as well as any Yankees fan. We're not doing that, bro. You're not going to be able to kick it around here if you just switch sides and go to the other side. It's never happening. Keith, I know you're hosting a show and you have to be, well, I know you're a Yankees fan, so am I. But regarding uh, your position at the fan, if the Yankee or if the Mets uh, beat the Yankees in the World Series, how depressed would you be? I don't even, I don't know. If anyone beats the Yankees, I'm going to be depressed. If no, especially the Mets. Let's if just say if hypothetically the Mets beat the Yankees. How are you going to do the show? I, I don't know how I'm going to feel because that's so, like, far-fetched. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, like, but I'm saying, uh, just hypothetically, how would you feel? Would you wake if, up the next day? Lord willing, but, I, like, I don't know how I would feel. Thanks for the call, Ken. I don't know how I, I, don't know how I would feel. Like, I've seen the, the Astros defeat the Yankees, and I've, I've been disgusted. I've been dejected. I've been depressed. People asking me, are you good? No, I'm not good. Last year against the Red Sox. That it hurts, man. After the game, like after that Red Sox game, you just you just you think about the season and you think about the eight months that a season is and all the things that you go through and how many games you saw. And when it comes to a crashing end, you're dejected. And it a lot of times doesn't matter who is at the hands of the defeat. It's just the fact that, like, if you love baseball and you live your life with baseball and you wake up every day excited for baseball and you set your calendar and your schedule with when first pitches, 105, 705, 1010, and then it's over and you go into the winter, a lot of times in the last few years, I haven't been ready for the Yankee season to end. So if it ends in a World Series, I might not be so depressed. And if it ends... In a World Series defeat to a New York team, and there's still another parade here, and my coworkers and friends that work at WFAN that are Mets fans get to celebrate that, I don't know if I'd be that dejected. I don't know if I'd be that sick. If the Yankees lose to the Astros again, I'm, I'm going to be frustrated about it. I would be more sick if they lost to the Astros. If the Yankees lose to the Dodgers, I don't know if I'm going to trip off that. Like, if I get to go to Dodger Stadium and watch a World Series game, Yankees and Dodgers, I'm going to be happy, man. I know that someone has to win and someone has to lose. But we take this day by day, series by series, week by week, month to month. Next month is October. And when we get in October, there's a couple little series. But the only ones that matter in October are the ALDS. And I'm not looking forward to the ALCS or the World Series. Let's see how the ALDS lines up first. Ross in Bergen County, back on the fan. Ross, I thought you were 24, bro. I had no idea how old you were. Yeah, that's been almost two weeks. I haven't gotten a chance to call for like about a week or two now. <laughs> I guess your age. Good. I was like, I guess Ross is like 24. You're like, I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even supposed to be calling in right now, but, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to chip in for like a couple of weeks. So, you know, I figured I'd call in tonight. You know, I can't stand those Yankees, but I got to give credit where credit's due. They bounced back from that, that so-called collapse. And they got to pop the champagne tonight. And the Mets are looking to do that now. And who knows? If, we don't even know if it's a guarantee. They, who knows what's going to happen in Atlanta. But, you know, this is what's so beautiful about a sport like baseball. You know, you can't even put it into words. You can't even explain it. Because they, they look dominant against a team like Milwaukee. And I even meant to call in last week. I think it was that Tuesday, actually. The Yankee comeback against Pittsburgh. And the, the so-called semi-comeback against Milwaukee with the Mets. You know, that was a perfect day for, for New York baseball. And the last time I called you, I think I called New York baseball a mid-off. And that was a perfect way to bounce back for the both of them. You know, the Yankees, I know I know it's Pittsburgh, but 
regardless, that's a, an improbable comeback, and the way they did it was memorable. And the Mets, they needed a win like that, especially against a team like Milwaukee, and then losses like this against horrible teams like Miami. I mean, those are just total buzz kills, especially in the circumstances. I mean, you have to win every single game. You can't drop giveaway games like that against um Not at like all, Miami. man. I, I feel for the Mets fans that have to sweat this out, right? How Like, what was the Mets' yeah. lead? At one point, I feel like, did the Mets have a double-digit lead? Ten and a half. Yeah. I did. No, around ten and a half. And, you know, like, that's what people say, you know. They didn't... The sick part is they didn't even blow the lead like last year. Last year they collapsed on the run. It was just crazy. This the year, Braves are the yeah, World Atlanta Series champions, wouldn't lose. and uh, they're, they're they just played normal baseball and it wasn't good enough. Yeah, they're ridiculous. It, actually, like they have won at a higher clip than I think the Dodgers or close to the Dodgers. I don't know. No, it's, I it's hate that Mets fans have to sweat this out, but it's your division to lose. And losing that game tonight, you know, I was home tonight. I, I had the Yankee game on and I had the Mets game on. And right away, it was 4 nothing. I'm like, what? I was confused. And I went and looked at the box score. I'm yeah, like, I don't know. Cookie Carrasco, are you out of your mind, bro? The you ground giving up away. seven to Oakland. Right. The ground even... giving up seven in Oakland. I mean, I was even saying earlier today, I was saying, you know, if this is how they show up against the crappy teams, there's no reason why they shouldn't dominate in October if the only time they show yep. up is against the good teams. No, they play up That's against the, the good case. teams. They should sweep through October. And, and, and they're like Miami and Cincinnati. They're in October, no matter what, and they will play up when the lights are brighter. But man, you need that first round by. You do oh, not want to have to go through San Diego and then meet L.A. Like San Diego in the wild card, L.A. in the in the DS. You know, no, you I don't even think that's their big problem. You know what the problem is? Even if they do win, it's going to ravage through the rotation. They're fragile enough. You got a 40-year-old in Scherzer. You know, DeGrom's a ticking time bomb with his arm, whatever the hell happened whatever the hell happened to him last year. You know, you don't know what you're getting with Bassett. It's his first year here. Walk, second-half walkers and best. Carrasco is a disaster tonight. It's going to kill their entire rotation, even if they do win. I mean, they'd have to win in the first place. But, you know, even, like you said, San Diego's stacked on paper. Philly's hit or miss. And uh, who's the other one? Uh, Milwaukee? Who would be the third one? St. Louis. Uh, um, right now, it would be it would be oh, the Braves versus San Diego, and it would be St. Louis versus... Why am I blanking Oh, if on they this? were playing, they'd be the third one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm t- it would be the Mets, Phillies, and Padres. The Phillies, yeah. They'd be... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the Phillies are obviously the easier opponent, but even then, you know, they, like I said, it could be hit or miss. You don't Brewers know are Philly still team kind of in it. I, I'm looking at the standings now, and, I mean, the Brewers are a game and a half out, so... Yeah, yeah I, I think they need a miracle to make it. Yeah, I mean, are probably... I, I think it's mostly... I don't think it's it's as much so the fact that they can't beat the teams they play. I think they can match up fairly well against teams like Philly and San Diego. It's just even if they win, it's, it's going to exhaust the rotation, even the lineup too. And, you know, the lineup hasn't even been a problem as of late. You know, Alonzo had, a, had that three-run bomb was important at the time. It might not mean nothing. But, you know, even like this, uh, going back to that Brewer game, the fact that he had Alonzo hit the three-run bomb and Lindor hit the grand slam, you know, when those two bats show up, those are the two bats. Lindor already got his payday and Alonzo's getting his payday soon to be the cornerstones of that lineup and when they show up you see how they could change the the uh they the flow of the game that's yeah they have to show yeah. up man don't they you need Marte right now show. what's the update on Marte oh, that, uh, I don't know I heard like 
I think he could swing, but he couldn't throw. I don't know if that's I think, the and, and I think the last time I, I read anything about his update, it's like um, he's doing some things, but like they're not going to rush him back for these last couple games. They're going to try and get it done. You need him to be 100% for October. Yeah, even if you get him as a DH, I mean, who's your best option now, Vientos? I mean, he's been all right. Russ, get him off the roster now for all I care. He's <laughs> pathetic. Vogelbach. Uh, Vogelbach's all right. He's not the end of the world, but he's not great. Vientos looks solid, but I mean, I wouldn't throw him into an October lineup right away, especially with the expectations around the Mets. I mean, maybe a team like Cleveland, you could get away with him, but... Right now, you shouldn't have your DH bat in seventh or eighth. They put the DH in the NL to be that power bat, like that guaranteed power bat, bat, bat in third, fourth, fifth, like a like a, a Pete Alonso type bat. And then they got like bench bats on any other team in that slot. Yeah. Well, forty homers for Pete. He responded tonight. Yeah. And uh, no, that no. Now there's another game against the Marlins. They got to win that one, and then you got the off day to travel to Atlanta. And then it's three night games against the Braves. They're probably going to be all sold out. Uh, the whole they, world they watching. They got to at least take two or three, you know. And and yeah, going that's in. that's a series for the division. You got to take two out of yeah. three. For going in, we were just saying they got to win one to get the tiebreaker. But then they, they lost tonight. Get to the tiebreaker. Yeah, if they if they only get one of three, then they're losing in the division. Let alone tied. They they got to win the division. I, I can't even say sweep because. It'd be a miracle if they even took two or three. It's probably asking for too much, asking for two. The way they're, I mean, last time, no, when they were in Atlanta, they got killed. But when they were in City, I mean, they, they made easy work of them. So you never know what you're getting out of this Mets team. It's insane. But that's baseball. That is baseball. Hey, well, good luck to you, man. We'll all be watching. We'll all be thinking about it. And uh, the Yankees have clinched the AL East. We're waiting for the Mets to clinch the NL East. Yeah, it should be fun, man. Uh, congrats to your ranks, too, man. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for checking back in, Ross. Uh, I mean, I think about it like this. You know, I know there's some Mets fans that are, you know, always doom and gloom, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Sky is always falling. Glass half empty. Debbie Downer. Woe is me. But this ain't that. Like, the Braves are a good team. The Braves are the World Series champions. They have played really well. They have been on the Mets' heels the entire season. And now they're tied. And the make-it-happen Mets seem to not make it happen against lower competition. They don't gear up for those games, I guess. They don't take those games as serious. But I look at this series coming up. You've got your three best arms throwing. They're all nighttime, primetime games. Why can't the Mets go in and sweep the Braves? I don't think that it's the other way around. I don't see the Braves sweeping the Mets. I think the Mets can take two out of three. They'll they 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 have to. They'll literally control their own fate, and uh, it sucks to have to sweat it out. Like for me as a Yankees fan, right? And Yankees fans can relate because we all just went through this on air and online. And when they started playing bad, and they started collapsing from a 15 game lead to a 10 game lead. To eight to six to four, and then you know, in Tampa, it was down to like two, two and a half, and uh, we didn't know. But then they turned it around with enough time left. Where here we are, uh, September twenty seventh, they clinch. Here we are, September twenty eighth, they're the champs. The rest of the games don't matter. Done, done with some time to spare because of what they did early in the season. 
because they got out in front and because when it was time to play against their division, they handled their division. They handled these guys. They didn't lose too many series to division opponents. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling not to have to sweat the last two weeks out. It's a good feeling to know that they have clinched the AL East. They have clinched that first round bye. And that was important. This season with this new format, that needed to be done. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. We've got to take a break. Go to the update. I've got an hour left. We'll look at some things. We'll look around the league at scores. We'll look at the standings. Pretty much everything is starting to line up where it is. You know who is who and what is what. Uh, I will also read through the postseason schedule so I can read that to you and, and let you know exactly what it is as far as game, off day, game, off day, three in a row, whatever that is. Uh, Five-game series, seven-game series coming up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.